noticing that I thought I was real close to the mic, but then I was angled this way. And then turning just like this, like changes everything. So yeah. I, I, because like I'm here, but I don't want to be like staring at you. So I always, so I angle like this. So it's kind of like. All right, we're already recording, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I guess I should share the mic with you. Huh? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Forging Employee Experience. I'm Alexander Noren, joined here with Josh Dreen. Josh, what's happening? Nothing is happening other than hanging out and talking with Lindsay McGregor. Wasn't that amazing? That was fantastic. Oh, Lindsay is so knowledgeable. I love everything that she said. Was just there was so much to go over, so much to talk about. Um, but to kick it off, I'm actually kind of mad. Why is that? She didn't say Cambridge was the best ever. Yeah. No, that's let's she she let's, she pawned off our question. Let's dig into that. She it was a very neutral response, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. No. No, no. Being, I think we need to get her back on the show and really just flush get, it out. Flush like, out an answer. Come on. Let's get let you got to pick a side, you know. You just you got to pick a side. Um and obviously the Massachusetts side is is the right side. So much better. Yeah. We are um, so much less sweaty up here. So much less sweaty. <laughs> it's so true. Uh listeners from New Jersey, we love you. Please keep listening. You're wonderful. Um, anyway, uh, right. <laughs> so, so Lindsay, one of the things I kept thinking about, I kept thinking about, I, I don't know if you know this story. I'm sure you do. Uh, so there's uh, professional athletes, right? Many of you may know professional athletes when they sign their contracts um, with their professional sports teams, they aren't allowed to do a lot of other physical activities, right? So, so for example, a professional football player is probably not allowed to go snowboarding, for example, because, you know, they don't want, the team doesn't want their, their athletes to go get hurt doing something dumb, like doing a terrain park on down, you know, mm-hmm. on, a, on a snow slope. Gronkowski, yeah. <laughs> don't try it. We need you for the Super Bowl, buddy. <laughs> Um, and so, so you, you, you typically can't do that. And even some other, even, um, you know, just playing like pickup games of, of football or if you're a basketball or soccer player are typically not allowed because you, again, you don't want some punk that doesn't know how to play to, you know, check a professional basketball player the wrong way. And now they've got a sprained ankle for the next, sure. you know, whatever. But Michael Jordan in his contract, he loved basketball so much that he had in order, in order for the bulls to keep him, he had a love of the game clause. And in his contract, he said that he would be allowed to play basketball anytime he wanted because he loved basketball so much. Oh, that is amazing. And so, so they call it the love of the game clause. And I feel like when, when Lindsay was talking about play, purpose, and potential, that kept coming back to me, this idea that how can you create something? You know, I mean, obviously for Michael Jordan, he just he loved basketball so much. And that was, I mean, he was incredible at it. And uh, that was obviously, obviously he had plenty of motivation to, to do well in that regard. So how do we, as leaders of organizations, how do we create an environment where people are like, I just love this. I love being here. I love working here. I'm thinking about it all the time. Um, and I just, I just love doing it. Lindsay even shared that example when, uh, uh, you know, going away on a trip and, and telling, saying, you know, I got to leave because, you know, I love what I do and I'm, I'm really helping people. Yeah, she, she mentioned very briefly about, like, you can take two different call centers. One is fired up, ready to go, and yeah. the other one is just stale. And it, it doesn't really matter about the actual work or, or the job. It matters about the, the level of play 
purpose and potential that you bring to that. And that, that, that was just really cool to think that you could be doing any kind of work. You just, you just need to bring some of those elements. She actually talked about one of the, uh, a retail store that she worked with and it wasn't, what do you hate about your job? What do you like about your job? Let's bring more of what you like to the table. Right, right. She said, what is the most important elements of your job that you love? And let's tease that out. And a lot of it revolved around like helping customers. So how can we spend less time worrying about the schedule and more time worrying about the customer. Yeah, absolutely. I sh we, we broke down this idea of tactical and adaptive performance, which is really interesting because tactical performance, right? She, she, she went through and talked about how important it is for consistency. Like you gotta have, you know, the schedule, right? You have to have a schedule. You have to know when people are gonna show up and that's a very tactical thing, right? You just check a box, make sure everybody is, is, is where they are when they're supposed to be there. But I think the idea is to not obsess about those ta tactical performance issues and to make sure that you, you've created a place where that's just a given. Okay, got it. Let's not obsess about, about the schedule. Let's not obsess about whatever. You know, if we have issues, we'll deal with it. But, but really, let's, let's obsess about creating a great customer experience. You mm. know? Let's obsess about doing the stuff that we love. And that really pulls out this, this, um, idea, this motivation so that people can, so people want to really overperform. Yeah. It's like, I feel like sometimes it's kind of easy when we're motivating mm -hmm. with extrinsic motivation for people to get so caught up in that, right? Like how many places have you worked in where people are so obsessed about the bonus and making sure they hit the yeah, bonus right. and, and like all they talk about is like, what can I do to get to that bonus? Whereas if we take a step back and we say like, there's more to life than just making money and, and there's something that's not being met in your life. What is it? And let's, let's achieve that at work. All of a sudden it's not about five o'clock. I'm out the door. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, man, I right. just love talking to this person on the phone because they're, I'm helping them. Right. Right. And that's, that's very powerful. And, and another thing that I thought that was, was really interesting that, that she, she kind of brought home was this idea that this ecosystem where individuals can feel motivated, you know, where, where there's a focus on adaptive performance is is 80% created by leadership. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily top level leadership either, right? She shared several examples where, you know, just at a team level, you can implement this play potential, play purpose and potential uh, ideology to, to allow for, for total motivation. And um, I think that's both daunting and inspiring because leaders now know that, hey, it's, it's kind of all on them. So they, they get to have an opportunity to affect a lot of change. But then at the same time, if it's, it's not working, it's 80% your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so leaders, if you're out there and you definitely are, just take, take a quick little page out of Lindsay's Prime to Perform book and recognize, like, like take it one step at a time, like play. Right. Is there any room for play at the organization? If not, you're not treating people like humans because we naturally enjoy play. Yeah, how can you make your, your job something that they just enjoy and love to do? Right, yep. And, yep. and bring purpose to their work. It's, it's not just about doing the task. It's about bringing a level of, uh, of, of responsibility to it because you want. And there's always a level of purpose in everything we do. I don't think as humans we do anything without purpose, but highlighting and focusing on that is key. So big. And then just that, that potential piece, everyone within, within them has a wonderful potential. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the self-actualization piece at the top that, right. that 
once we have our needs met, there is still something that we're working towards. We're still striving to be the very best that we can possibly be. And it doesn't matter what job you are participating in, you can achieve that if you have the right motivators in place, which comes back to Tomo. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says Tomo on it. And people are going to ask, is that like FOMO? Like fear of missing out? I mean, like, no, it's Tomo, total motivation. And they're like, is that a gym? No, no, it's not. <laughs> and then they'll look at you like you're crazy, uh, but that's okay. No, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, a uh, big shout out again to Lindsay for uh, jumping jumping on our show. We had a really great conversation. Uh, please go listen to the full podcast. There's a lot there. Um, but thank you for listening to this Reforge episode, and we will see you next time. Yeah.